0: This is 4H4U2, a podcast from the Mississippi State University Extension Service promoting 4-H programs and positive youth development. Here now your hosts, Dr. John Long and Kobe Rutherford. All right, and with that funky beat, I guess you all know what time it is. It is another episode of 4H4U2. I'm your host, John Long. And
1: I'm Kobe Rutherford.
0: Kobe, it is, uh, you know, it's raining outside today uh and at the time of this recording it's the Wednesday before 4-8 Uh, oh, 4-8 I've got 4-8 on my mind but it's actually July 4th it's coming up tomorrow uh hopefully all this is going to clear out but have y'all got any plans for the for the 4th of July weekend
1: you know we don't have anything big planned I think uh we're going home to spend some time with the family watch some fireworks maybe go out to the lake some but I think a lot of my time will be uh sitting in the office writing this dissertation.
0: <laughs> I remember those days. It is tough to do, and especially I know you've got a young family, too, so that's really hard to be away from them, too. So. But it all comes out in the wash end, and you'll be through it and look back, and it'll be six years later, ten years later, and you're like, "Well, I'm glad that was done, <laughs> done, and done." So you know, I think I'm through with school after this. I definitely. I remember walking out of that last class thinking that is the last class I have to take for the rest of my life. You know, and that felt good. Yeah, but,
1: I'm all about like continuing education and continuing to learn things. But right. No more formal education.
0: (laughs) I understand that for sure.
1: I need a piece of paper, and then we'll go on.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: So what have you been up to?
0: Uh, Well, I've I've been very busy myself. Uh, We just got back uh, from—I say we is when I say that. My wife says, uh, who's we? You and the mouse in your pocket? I said, yeah, I guess so. But I just got back from um, Nationals, National uh, 4-H Shooting Sports Championship in Grand Island, Nebraska, and they had that uh, starting, basically check-in was on um, June the 23rd, and it went through the 28th, and uh, we, uh, here I go with we again. I see, that's the difference. When I go out there, I feel like I'm part of the team, so I say we all the time, but it's really the kids that do, do all the work along with the volunteers and the, the parents. But anyway, they let me tag along. How about that? But anyway, we did really good. Um the uh, I think the young people had a really good time. Uh, National Committee does an excellent job on organizing different events just to keep them, um, you know, not say occupied, but entertained and occupied and I really try to tell people that that's part of the experience is being able to get out there and meet other youth across the country that they would otherwise never meet.
1: Yeah, that's mm-hmm. part of the big deal, networking.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. And it was a really good turnout too. We had six sixty one participants uh, from 36 states. Wow, So not a record on the number of states that came in, but uh, but only shy by equaling the record by one state. So I was looking at the I was looking at the uh, I think it's it was only four that didn't show up this year, if I'm correct. So out of the country that have shooting sports programs, right? Mm-hmm. So it was it's very good. It's a very good uh, place. Grand Island is an awesome place to have the event. They have great facilities there. And uh, like I said, we had a – one night we had teen social for the kids. Um, state coordinators actually got to get up and, and be together. And um, then we had um, another night – where, um, oh gosh, I'm drawing, oh, where they went to the water park, which is right behind the event center. So it's sure. really good, really, really good time. And the food's not too bad either out there. So
1: That does sound good. Yeah, so, I'm always by the food. Do so. uh, most of our neighboring states have teams represented at
0: nationals? Yes, they did. Um, in fact, uh, I was really, I'm good friends with the Arkansas coordinator, and he had a really good group there this year numbers wise you know they had a really good group and, and put up uh, some awards this year so he he's kind of a new i say fairly new to the job i think he started about maybe two years ago but he did really well louisiana came in number one overall uh in the sweepstakes uh alabama had a, 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 a I think they had air they had the air team and a shotgun team i think um don't i think there was just two of them don't they alabama don't get on to me for messing that up if anybody's listening but uh i met the guy that was there helping out with their team he was really really not nice. i'd met him a few years ago when he first started but anyway they they brought one uh tennessee uh which is really cool i actually saw a couple of young people that I work with uh, on the NWTF convention that help out at the NWTF convention from, that's in Nashville, uh, youth that are from Tennessee, and they saw me and they came running up to me. I didn't even know they were going to be there. But anyway, that was really cool to see them and their parents and, and get to fellowship with them some too. But weather's fantastic out there right now. I bet it is. Oh, it was hard. It was just so hard to... No humidity. No humidity. Oh, no, no, no,
1: no, no. Mm-mm. You know, I went to a national conference a few years ago in Kansas mm-hmm. during about, well, it was about the third week in July. And I remember out there, there was, everybody was sweating because it was about 100 degrees and all of us from the southeast, we thought, oh, my gosh, this is fantastic. Yeah. Because no humidity. They're right. Like, how, how how are y'all doing this? How are y'all not just dying out here? Right. Well, we're heat tolerant, I guess. <laughs> but I always thought those national contests and things like that were a lot of fun as a forager yeah. because mm-hmm. it gave me a chance to, to network and meet people from other states, most mm-hmm. importantly. Absolutely. But I thought it was cool when, you know, you kind of lose contact with folks after you, when I was growing up because there wasn't social media or neat interactive ways to text or communicate, so we'd write letters. Right. And then you'd all of a sudden wind up at, at college or a conference down the road and see somebody you met three or four years ago, and you kind of make that reconnection pretty fast. So right. I remember actually one of my first days here on faculty at Mississippi State, I met a person who um, I had grown up showing cattle with. A okay. like, um, lady came by my office, and she's like, whoa, what are you doing here? Yeah. And it was kind of <laughs> cool because we'd lost connection for almost right. 10 years. Right, right. But uh, it was neat.
0: Yeah, and that that was funny. You say that because uh, one of the uh, at the opening ceremony, there was a uh, uh, a man there, and he's all he's been a. Uh, I think he said this was a third year he's been um, representing uh, Federal Ammunition, or as it's formerly known, ATK uh, Federal Ammunition, <clears throat> named John Zintel. And John was actually a four eight shooting sports. Uh, participant. He was an ambassador and now he's actually working in the, you know, in the outdoor industry, uh, so to speak. And he was up there speaking to those young people. So to see somebody as successful as him to get up and represent, um, you know, 4-H and to say, hey, I was there and see what I'm doing now. That was really, really cool. Uh, And he's very good uh, representative and we really appreciate Shameless plug: Their support uh, for uh, shooting sports uh, across the country because it's they're really awesome. So,
1: yeah, that is pretty cool. To see mm-hmm. somebody go kind, of, kind of full circle. Absolutely. What I think is good about your program, John, is that you know you just finished nationals, and right. now in two weeks you're getting ready for the state invitational. So it's almost like, and if I m- mispronounce this or misunderstand it, you know, correct me. But it's almost like the people that win. State shooting sports have a whole year to prepare for That's the national correct. contest if right. they're eligible to go.
0: Right. And I always kind of la- I, I either laugh out loud or smile inside. I don't get what either one. But it's kind of really, uh, I don't know. when You know, like you said, w- once we get back from nationals, it's a short turnaround to where we're at state. And it just seems so far off to nationals you know, since and here we are going to select another national team. So it's just like this never-ending cycle, you know, it and and it's great. I'm mean, not knocking that because I, I really think that year out is a great idea because it gives them time to fundraise and, and to practice because it is a different experience for sure. Um, one of the things I tell uh, young people that are on the national team, especially on archery, uh, but all disciplines with the exception of air because they're, Inside is any day that you get to practice. When the wind's blowing, you better be practicing because the wind out there in invariably is going to be blowing strong uh, while we're out there. And experiencing, you know, shooting archery in that type of environment, I jokingly said that would be a great uh, engineering project for Mississippi State to build this wind tunnel, and then we could do like uh, archery. Uh, Shooting and see how it affects air flight, uh-huh. you know, at different uh, wind speeds. But uh, I don't know if that'll happen or not. But, but it would good. be good for our team. So.
1: <laughs> Just a good physics sure. lesson, right? Yeah, really good. Man.
0: STEM, STEM. That's yeah, right, STEM. So go ahead and get on that. Yeah, for sure.
1: You know, I, I think that uh, when I went out there to Kansas, it, I didn't think about the wind, but I, I thought the first time I got out of my hotel room that it was about storm. Yeah, the yeah right. <laughs> like, what is it? <laughs> you know, it hardly <laughs> ever. Is windy here, right? Right,
0: consistently windy, anyway. Right,
1: I bet that does make a difference. Oh, on yeah, arrows
0: and stuff, yeah. yeah, and then it does. And and you know, but I always say, Oh, and on shotgun, too, is really have you ever shot skeet? I have not. Okay, so i was just tell you how it's set up. There's what's called a high house and a low house, which are these towers. So one's obviously high, the other one's low. Sure. And I was watching uh, one of our team members shoot uh, skeet. And there was, it was amazing. Of course, it's an equalizer because everybody has shoot in it, right? Right. But uh, you know, they would throw a target out of one of those houses, and that sucker would be going straight, and then all of a sudden, it'd just turn and go straight up. You know, oh. and the wind is just crazy. But, but anyway, that that's neither here nor there. We uh, we had a really good uh, time, and you know, it, it's more to it. I try to tell young people this when they when they get ready. And and I try to emphasize this, and I can't emphasize it enough. You need to go. There's nothing wrong with being competitive, and I encourage you to be competitive. I encourage you to practice. I encourage you to make every shot count. But don't get so wrapped up in the competition that you miss the experience. Because a lot of these young people that go to uh, these events, and I'm not talking about specifically our kids, I'm talking about kids from across the country, is that... When they in embrace the experience, you can tell who is having the best time. Sure, because they're going to that teen social, they're going to that water park, they're meeting other people. One of the biggest things that we have out there, and I don't know if they have this in in like livestock or anything like that, but we trading pens. State pins is a big deal, mm-hmm. and everybody's out there swapping pins, and you want to get all thirty six of them. So it's a you know it's a competition within itself. But guess what? When you go to doing that, you're interacting with other people, and you're making connections with other young people. And it's you know shooting sports is something that's so different. I mean, I say so different, but it it can vary into how they do their programs. And it's really cool that we all come together. I mean, six hundred sixty-one kids and no accidents. Right. That that speaks yeah, volumes. Some, somebody's doing something right. Something is d- being done right. Those life skills are being taught. Those young people are being taught respect. And it, it's. I really wish more people understood that side of it. Is the fact that the you when can you have that many people together and, and you know what i'm saying is it's, it's just an amazing thing I, I i wish everybody could go to nationals and just see it
1: so do the children take their own guns and their own bows and arrows there yes they do yeah i, I bet that's a traveling nightmare i mean how you do you know, travel with guns?
0: not really i i thought that when the first time i traveled with a firearm i thought oh my gosh this is going to be like horrendous yeah oh no you just walk up there they open it up look at it put it back and I have had no problems with with myself personally going on hunting trips. I've never had a problem carrying a firearm. It, it was almost just like checking any other bag, and really? you would think that, you know, especially with today's security, but apparently they have it down to a science, obviously. yeah. Uh, so it's really not that bad if you're flying, obviously, you know, traveling in a car. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I will say is the one thing you don't want to do, and if anybody's listening to this, like getting ready for nationals, do not take white shoe polish and put 4 H Shooting Sports Championship or Bust or 22 Rifle Team on board because what that does is that says, We've got guns in here and you know, come break out our window.
1: It makes you a target,
0: correct? Hey, yeah. oh, yeah, that's a good pun there. Oh, yeah. pardon the pun, but uh, but you know, and I try to emphasize that don't do that because. But that is the one thing is, you know, that would be primarily theft. So you need to make sure if you're stopping overnight that you're taking those firearms out of the vehicle or any equipment for that matter. Yeah, I think, man. Don't I, make I, yourself a target.
1: That's right. <laughs> um, You know, I, I just can't wrap my head around this. I'm looking forward to the state invitation because I've never been to a, a match such as this where people are bringing firearms and you know, not livestock. So, right,
0: right, right, right.
1: I I imagine it's kind of similar types situations where you have a, a massive check in, a lot of yes. a lot of different things going on at one time. Yes, uh, absolutely. you're probably running around like uh, trying to multitask a million things yes. and then some million questions at the same time.
0: So, I had a guy one time. <laughs> he said that he he would. Uh, he would joke with me and he, he had, he was just a, uh, he, I say just, he was the guy that actually was over the range at the time. Um, where we were shooting and he, he would like, uh, he would get tickled because he would, everybody would say, hey John, hey John, Hey John. So throughout the day he would say, Hey John, just to get me to turn around. That's funny. So yeah, it's kind of like a Pavlovic response, you know, to, to that. So, but yeah, and usually I talk myself pretty hoarse. Um, but it's a uh, it's a it's a good time. It's a, it's a lot of work. Um, sure. I'm not going to lie to you. It is. Uh, but it's very rewarding. And uh, and I want it has always been my goal to make sure that we have the best event that we possibly can have, because I want those young people to get just a taste of what and it is different. State is so much different than uh, what they see on the uh, on the district level. And I want them to have a a positive experience. I want them to enjoy themselves and and in preparation for uh, going to that national event because it's really cool when I look out over the crowd and go by those firing lines at State Invitational. I know that within that group there um, is going to be the next national team. And hopefully I'm going to get to know them better and I'm going to get to know their families more and uh, get to share in that experience. In fact, I sent out a message to uh, everyone when we got back, and I said, I just want to thank you for allowing me, uh, just for a small moment, to be a part of a lifelong memory that you've made with your child. And that's a very important thing, is if you don't take advantage of those moments, then they're gone and you don't get them back. That's
1: very, very true. So the state contest is mirrored to prepare the kids, the youth, for the national contest. That's right. And so it's kind of a, a c- continuum. Districts are prepared prepare for state. State prepares for nationals.
0: All part of that youth development component that we have. Now, a lot of people get wrapped up in the fact of state, um, you know, they saying, oh, well, it's for the national team. No, not. It's not. Um, primarily, it is an additional uh, advancement competition for seniors just so happens that we use that as an instrument for selecting national team uh there's a way more uh kids will come to state invitational that will not go to nationals than those that do so you know it's like we've got right now is 176 that were signed up for shotgun uh we've got hmm, i think 56 for 22 rifle 56 57 for 22 rifle so there's a lot, you know, if you, and you're only picking four, right? right? So it it's way more people are coming to compete for that very reason of, of being able to just experience a different type of uh, environment and hopefully get to go to nationals, you know, encourage everybody. Like I said, I think it's a great experience. I, think, I, I wish everybody could go.
1: Now, can you go to nationals more than one year? Or you, one you can,
0: but you can't go in the same discipline twice. Gotcha. You can, uh, in fact, I've had... I think I've had in my tenure, I've had uh, three in, three individuals that have gone five times, four oh, cool. times, four to five times. Uh, very few that go that much, but they were diversi- not diversified enough in their disciplines that they would, you know, go it repeated uh, a number of times. Um, in fact, I had a Facebook memory come up of a couple of young men that— um, it was nine years ago we were at nationals in kerrville texas and now one of them is a uh uh game board uh with the mississippi department of wildlife and fisheries and the other one is uh in serving in the air force cool it's really cool to see see that how much change happens in nine years you know and how fast it goes by for sure so without a doubt yeah i got to give a little shout out for my teams too if i could uh all in all when we finished up at nationals we had the uh number two pistol team uh 22 pistol team in the nation uh air pistol was number eight muzzle loader was number 11 air rifle was number 14 uh no yeah that's right and compound archery was number seven shotgun was number eight uh i get. i wrote air rifle down twice But, uh, and then we had recurve. I had one uh, recurve shooter and he uh, did very well by himself. I really, and he had a blast too. So I got to be with him and his daddy some. Uh, But what was really cool was Air Pistol came out number eight, and that was with a three person team. That was without a drop score each day. So they (laughs) they did really good. Oh, and I have to say that uh, 22 Pistol. This is the very first time that I can remember, and if anybody can remember any different, shoot me an email. But I do believe this is the first time that 22 pistol has ever been number one when shooting metal metal silhouettes. Wow. So I was really proud of them for that. And I'm proud of all of the young people that participated and, uh, and they really represented uh, the state of Mississippi uh, well. Very proud of them each and all. And thanks so much for those that, that served as coaches and uh, everybody that helped them get to that point for sure.
1: Well, good deal. Well, it sounds like y'all sure had a good time and a lot of good things going on with safety in we the did. state. We did. So congratulations, John.
0: Thank you. It's not, not me. It's them. So Yeah. Yep. So all right. And I guess with that, we're going to wind up uh, this edition of uh, 4H4U2. Uh, if you have want to have any information or more information on extension in your area, uh, and don't know where to go to Kobe? Where can they go? They can go
1: to the website extension.msstate.edu or contact your local county office.
0: That's right. And if you don't know what the county office, uh, what where your county office is located or who to talk to, that's a really cool little thing. Because the side says by county. If you pull down that little pull down menu, you can see your county, and it'll pull up all those smiling extension faces it will be more than happy to help you with any questions you have. And with that, we're going to end up this edition of 4-H4-U2. I'm your host, John. And I'm Kobe. And we'll, we'll talk to you next time. How we doing? See you. Thanks for joining us for 4-H4-U2. For more information, please visit extension.msstate.edu and be sure to subscribe to our podcast. 4-H4-U2 is produced by the Mississippi State University Extension Service, Office of Agricultural Communications.